Well, hello, hello, and hello if you are new to this audio blog. Well, hello and welcome. Sorry if I have a husky voice. I have had a cup of tea, I have had breakfast. I'm feeling good. I've got a cold, I still feel rubbish. I've got a groggy throat, I've got a groggy voice. I haven't been partying all night. I just, well, I was up till half eleven listening to Depeche Mode. Um, I sat with my mummy watching one of the greatest techno bands in all time. In fact, I saw a few other bands as well, but mainly I was watching Depeche Mode. And I've never seen them live before. And we were watching them on YouTube, but we had we had it on the big screen. Um, and we were watching Depeche Mode. And we finished up watching Metallica. So strange watching Metallica with your mum. But um, <clears throat> yeah, just a nice uh, me and mummy time. And um, I'm quite emotional about something, but I, I can't disclose that on the on the blog, unfortunately. Don't worry, it's nothing. Um, it's nothing drastic. It's not going to affect me or the podcast, but it's just something that's going on. It's nothing too, like I said, it's not drastic. It's just I can't, probably can't discuss it on the audio blog, so I'm not going to. Um, what I will discuss though is my book, which I am moving on with. I've started getting back to it again. Um, I am writing another book. I'm writing my life story, um, but I'm doing it as a in a comedy form because um, I did a documentary a while back and. The book focuses on that, but the book's more, um, more or less me. I think it's more kind of me sitting down and writing a journal. Um, oh, I've got the sniffles. Oh, oh lord, that's uh You know when you shouldn't have sniffed up a piece of snot in your nose and your nostril. Oh boy, that's hurt it. Oh, it's not too bad. Oh. I'll actually be able to use my bin. Because I emptied it yesterday. Not yesterday. When was it? When did I empty it? Saturday. No, Monday I emptied it. Um... But I said I did have things for yesterday. Uh, yesterday I said I had things for today. Um, sorry, I'm just watching the time as well. Um, because I've got to dash somewhere. Um, and dash back and then hopefully dash out again hopefully we'll be on a virtual walk but yeah I'm, I'm back to my book I'm back writing it again uh, but my other book that I'm writing it's going to be The Adventures of DJ Megatron um, I wanted to call it um, The Space Adventures of DJ Megatron make it more interesting it's not it's about me <laughs> nothing about me's interesting but I guess for those who are after something more kind of you know um, I don't know 
um, mumbling on about things. I guess I will kind of put a little bit of my past in there. Put that I told the teachers that I don't do homework. I didn't tell that on the documentary. Um, it was in my speech, though, at my birthday party. <laughs> I did tell teachers that I didn't... That I, I was sat in a meeting. If you can imagine... A, right, just just close your eyes. Oh, excuse me. Close your eyes. If you're driving a car, don't. Okay? If you're walking, don't. If you're crossing a road, don't. If you're on the bus, do close your eyes. If you've got the moment, just close your eyes. And... I want to take you into the past, my past, right? Imagine a conference room, okay? And imagine... Um, and imagine loads of staff sitting at the table. And imagine... There's all school governors, there's the head of... Headmaster. No, there wasn't headmaster there, but the deputy headmistress was there. You can imagine what this is going to be like. And imagine me saying to the whole of these governors and everybody at the table that I do not do homework. Now, they told me off in the meeting, but apparently when I left... um, People were wetting themselves. And I said, I said, look, I said, that wasn't funny. You told me that was not funny. <laughs> but they said to me, apparently, they had to wait till I'd gone. <laughs> till they could laugh. Um, But I was true when I said it. I said it with a straight face. I meant every word. You know, I'm sorry. I don't do homework. I was angry. I was I was livid. Um I can't remember what struck me up to it at the time, but there was one teacher um who I'll name on the podcast because um you know, I'm not going back to school reunions because I don't need to relive my past. I keep I keep I nearly went to one, but I've decided not to. Her name was Angie McManus, and um, I ended up despising. <laughs> Sorry, this is not good, is it? I ended up despising her at school <laughs> because she pushed me to. It was like she would give you a mountain of work and expect you to do it in grave detail. You know, and then I went to my other English teacher who, um, in the year after that happened, um, she gave me a piece of homework. I went in, did it. It was a fizzy drinks advert, and the spelling was fantastic, the punctuation, um, but I'd stayed over the night before, so I was able to ask for help. Somebody said, no, Stephen, you don't put a full stop there. It had been checked before. I had to do another draft of it. Um, this was in homework time. Um, they said, right, that's good. Um, I think there was one of the English teachers was on homework duty that night. And she, oh boy, 
<laughs> she checked your spelling. Stephen, that spelling's not right. <laughs> but she did uh, support me this one night. And I went back and and it was like, Stephen, look at this. And she took it. And, and the next day I was like, I'd, I never did English literature. But it was like I'd done this. It was It was a fizzy drink. I had to make up this fizzy drink. Um, and I made this fizzy drink up and, uh, what it would do. And it was like, wow, you know, <laughs> but I, I had, I, I pumped all my imagination to it and, and all my hard effort, but that was the only time. But before that, and that time when I said I didn't do homework, I meant, I meant it, you know, I meant it because the, they didn't. Like, if they let me sit in front of a tape recorder and, and do exactly what I'm doing now, maybe I could have done, you know, except for maths, where I had to write stuff down. But apart from that, I mean, I hated maths. Um, and I didn't even respect my last teacher that I had, even though she was a lot more... Even though I did quite like the last maths teacher, because she... It explains stuff to me. She would explain stuff to me. And at the end of the lesson on... At the end of the lesson, if I worked really hard, she would let me play dominoes or... um, She'd let me listen to a CD or something. So, yeah, I quite liked that. You know. Um... So, yeah, it, I spent most of the maths lessons board gaming. And I always tried to, te- to cheat to cheat in those board games. Um, Send notification. 8.41 a.m. Hang on. Stop recording. So, I was talking about school earlier on and how... Um, school was a hard time because, um, you know, um, it it was just like I wasn't interested in life either back then. Uh, I messed around with girls a bit, as you do. Um, I can't... I don't I don't even know if I wanted to know about them either. Till I left. Then there was college. And college was a different breed. Uh because I went into like life skills college and you know, I had three years and I was sat in a room and uh all my friends had the same DJ name, you know, DJ Tornado, DJ Typhoon, DJ Thunderstorm. And so I thought of a name that was quite different to all of those. And hence DJ Megatron, that was born. And I did my first warm-up with that name. Hello, Hello, lovely. Are you waiting for the bus? Yes, there's a 15 bus. Oh, good, yeah, I'm waiting for that too. Right. Hi, we're home. We've done Magul Radio. We're not on the street anymore. We're back home. And we're going to discuss more of my my cyberpunk book, which is 
Well, basically what we're going to discuss in this podcast anyway, and there isn't going to be many segments, however, I am going to do a bit more Q&A at the end. Um, I see there was a little bit of Q&A, excuse me, or bits from yesterday's episode, and one of the questions I just want to clear up very quickly. So, back to the book, the cyberpunk book. Um... So, the cyberpunk book is called um, The Glass Future, and it's basically, um, it's it's sci-fi taken from another form. I mean, if you think about things in a different way, sci-fi, you know, obviously, um, I mean, the whole point of cyberpunk or cyberpunk is basically um it's a sci-fi sub sure I can't speak it's a sci-fi subgenre but i was quite whole naive on the whole idea because as you know punk punk rock take the three chords take the elements break down the elements punk meaning that it's got a hint of attitude to it Unfortunately, cyberpunk doesn't really have any hints of attitude to it at all. Um, The only hint of attitude it has is its political thing. So I thought I would take a few bits um, and add them to the book. Add some real issues. Um, One is homelessness. Um, Two is um, the government... The government, um, basically, uh, the government is controlling us. Um, and three, um, you know, we have two different generations. We have the elder generation who kind of, they don't like technology or they don't want to understand it. And you have the younger generation who love technology and loathe it. So it's it's the kind of new technology versus old technology. And I really wanted to kind of um, have kind of old technology. As you're probably not aware, um, the NHS have banned the pager. Uh, because it's old fashioned and there's lots of people that are annoyed about that um there's lots of gadgets in the book or gadgetry in the book of some kind you've got batteries inside doors um there's a hint of video game culture in the book so there's arcades there's arcade cabinets there's abandoned fruit machines there's a few games consoles which will be mentioned in the book um and then there's loads of computer bits like floppy disks and hard disks and um and you've got internet culture you've got wi-fi culture you've got just every bit of of digital culture that there is um in the book there's even parts where um it mentions um the deep web because 
I thought, well, let's have a little bit of something where it does mention a, a very small portion of the deep web. And there's a bit in the book where um, there's a, like a troll store on the dark web. Uh, maybe that might be in my next book. <laughs> I don't know. Because my next book is uh, based off not a real dark web, web a website, but a fi- fictitious one. And, um, yeah, it's based on Zombie Underground, which is my next book, which you should probably wait for. Again, cyberpunk, but again, cyberpunk horror. So we're playing on two... Um, sci-fi genres, and of course, horror, of course, (laughs) Um, but there's just lots of elements, but I took the three elements, like in punk, they have the three chords, and you form a band, in the book, I took the three elements, which was politics, the future, and digital, uh, hang on, the future, homelessness and technology they were the three things i took and um yeah and i also like to play on time you know the past the present and the future so again it's it's you know by i like you know um you know now also the book is written in William S. Burroughs form, it's like a jam type of thing, it's written that style, very nitty gritty, uh, you're not going to find a nice smooth book to read, you're going to find it very hard, you're going to find those places very challenging, um, you're going to find in places you don't really want to be, but you're there, and it's great to be there, or it's probably not great to be there, but it's great to explore the places that aren't great to explore or aren't great to be in those type of situations. So that's the reason I'm writing that book. Um, I know where I am in Southport, England, uh, we have uh, an underground street and it's, it's not accessible. The council aren't interested in anybody accessing it and they probably won't be reopening it. Um, and they haven't even got any artifacts from it, so this is also a museum piece, but there's also a bunker in Southport, which is mentioned, an underground bunker, a lot of these towns have them, um, in the Second World War, they were used to basically house, uh, governments or whatever, um, there is one mentioned in the book for legal reasons. I'm having to change the location of the bunker. But it is, um, if anybody wants to know where it is, it's on Horton Street. It's apparently underneath an insurance firm, from what I'm told. And it was there to basically, it had everything, all the resources that the government needed. They're everywhere. And... Um, yeah, Southport has one, but nobody knows where it is. But it is in a book somewhere, apparently. Um, it's marked in a book. But in the book, in my book, for legal reasons, I'm moving that to uh, a location. 
I'm not going to tell you where the location is, but it's quite, you know, quite near. And um, that's where the secret computer is. Oh, yes, the secret computer. So, anyway, moving on from the cyberpunk book to uh, another book that I'm working on, my DJ Megatron, um, The Adventures of DJ Megatron. Uh, I spoke about school earlier on in the podcast and college. I'm also going to talk about my sex life. (laughs) It's not really much to talk on. I know people want to read that, so maybe... There's a little bit of that in the book. There isn't full explicit content, but there's a little bit of that in the book. It's not going to be all the... I'm going to have to pause and save this, I think. Wow. Well, lots to put into this episode then. And, um, goodness grief, um, I, I just want to talk about my, my life, my life, but, um, I want to finish by talking about, um, just stuff in general, Um, I spoke about books um, and I just want to finish on talking about love and relationships and strange, strange, Uh, because um, if I'm going to talk about it in my DJ Megatron book, my DJ Megatron Adventures book, um, and take a pun on it strangely um, what do I think to relationships well they they can be a dead end um, sometimes they can be a dead end <laughs> um, I sometimes I think I would love a relationship I'd love to be in a relationship with somebody and then sometimes I think, oh, do you know, I'm so glad I'm not in a relationship with somebody because it's just one of those things. It's it passes over time because the advantages are if you're in a relationship, you're constantly with that person. You're constantly, you know, you're thinking, oh, I've got to, you know, it's like, for example, there was a girl. Uh, 
one barmaid that I quite liked and I gave her a hug this one night and uh, I, you know just to cut a long story short I kind of thought what would it actually be like going out with this person you paint a picture it's like you know my gosh you see the thing is you don't know a person properly until you actually go out with them I think I always picture what what the arguments would be like, and it's a strange thing. What the arguments would be like, but you know, it's strange. What the arguments would be like? Would they be horrible to you? You always see strange things, um, you know. But it's like, you know, you think personally. I always think, you know, would would they would they. I don't know what what would they think of me personally. Um, and then there was another girl. I was at one of my gigs, and I quite liked her. But you know, I thought, okay, well, this person gives me a piece of their heart, but does it mean to say? You know, I always think the same thing. What will the arguments be? What would it be actually like going out with that person? You know, if I don't text them for a day. And there's another thing. I am a bugger when it comes to texting. Because I've got another friend who I quite like. Um, and again, I'll come to that in a minute. I'll come around to that. See, the thing is, I'm not this... If people know me on Facebook and stuff, they message me. I don't message them back. It cheeses that person off. And it cheeses a lot of people off that I don't message them back straight. You know, I'm not this... I'm kind of distant. Uh, I don't like, you know, you know, oh, I can... You know, even though the phone is constantly on me, as you probably know by doing this recording, I'm constantly posting stuff on Facebook, I'm not this person that throws the phone in the drawer, but if I'm in the studio next door and I'm, and I've got the synthesizer plugged in or I'm, I'm listening to something next door and I'm working on something that's the time when I will throw the phone in the corner or, you know, if I'm if I'm just, I don't know I, I don't have these moments, but if I do and um, I still don't constantly message people. I miss the old days when the phone used to be, you know, kind of, you know, you used to use the laptop for other things. That used to be a nicer time because you were on the laptop doing things on the laptop and the phone, you were doing things on the phone. Where now, I don't know, the phone kind of replaces the laptop. But you know, so basically, what I'm trying to say is, when people message me, I am an astronaut. I don't message people back straight. Even people in my family tell me how bad I am for messaging them back. My, like my my twin sisters who I have, um, they'll message me. Even even you know like uh, you know they'll they'll message me. And I'm really close to my sisters, but I still, I am a pest. I don't message them straight back. <laughs> and they tell me off for it. <laughs> it's usually, 
why have you not messaged me? You know, so people are like that. And I'm like that. I just, that's just me. I, I don't, I don't, it's just, I don't know. I'm just not this, it's strange. I'm kind of old school. I, I like to, um, I don't know. It's like, you know, what happened to, if you've got a text message, doesn't really matter. You know, when people phone me, then I've got to answer the phone. <laughs> I've got to answer the phone. Um, or if you, if people voice, if people voice call you, you can't necessarily ignore it because even if you're doing something else and you press the end button, if they constantly call you, you've got to answer it at some point. So, yeah. Um, and even if I'm watching, I mean, to be out, to be frankly honest, if someone voice calls me, even though I've thrown the phone into the drawer, it goes through on the other devices, which is pretty annoying. Um, so yeah, but back to relationships, um, it, it does kind of re, it is a really important thing. In this day and age, if somebody messages you, and see back in the day, um, I used to send a text to one of my exes, my ex fiancés. Yeah, got engaged to her. It's a long story. Um, and if she didn't text me, um, it's like because we were constantly seeing each other. Um, so, but if basically when I was not, uh, when when we weren't, basically when we were at our homes, we used to ring each other every night. Basically, um, I had to use the home phone, which was a pain in the back end. Uh, but we could only ring each other for a certain time. You know, there was no FaceTime. There was no. There was no other way. Uh, there was there was Skype, but we didn't have. I didn't really have. Um, I had access to the internet, but it wasn't. It wasn't great. Let's put it that. Let's put it that way. Um, in fact, no. I did used to email her, but she didn't. She didn't... It wasn't great. It's, let's put it that way. It wasn't great. It, it just, you know, back then. So we had to sort of phone each other. Um, but then, uh, back then, uh, if I texted her, she would text me back. But it wasn't great. Uh, she didn't have a phone with talks on. I did. So back then... But people could text, and even even people who were these instant texters, um, they would be at a time where they would instant like you would know, you would say you would basically you would text them with the words, um, "Can we chat?" and they would say, you know. Um, you would they would say something like in their text they would say um, no but 
if you, you know, just put everything you want to talk about in the next text message, I will send you back tomorrow, and then, you know, maybe you would, you would discuss a time, I had a friend, um, who, I don't know her properly, I never knew her properly, strangely enough, uh, she's around, Ooh, crumbs. She was about sixteen years old. Was she sixteen years old? Hang on, I was nineteen. She was sixteen. Yeah, um, and I got her nuts. So she's two years, two years younger than me. So she'll be about. Uh, she'll be about. 28, 27, 28, hang on, no, 26 she'll be, now, (laughs) she's just catching up to me, I think, but, um, I remember this one time, I was at college, and I was like, I'm having a bad day or something, blah, 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 and she'd go, and I got back after tea, and, uh, she sent me a message with, are you free to chat, and I said, yes, and then it was, well, I was free to chat two hours ago, but I'm not free to chat now. Uh, but if you want um, arranged time where we can properly chat through text, because she didn't like talking on the phone. It was an issue. I can't remember what the issue was now, but she was more of a te- That was a thing back in the day. You were a texty person or a person like talking on the phone, but you, you didn't mind if you texted or not. I had those people as well, but she was just a, a person who I texted. So putting a text all the crap that happened in the day and then she put a text back and blah 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 her texts were really short mine were really long because <laughs> I hated texting but mine were mine were really 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 long texts <laughs> and this one night um, I remember sending a text so long um, and my text rubbish in spelling but I remember sending a text so long, and I still have it because it's on. Oh no, I don't have it actually. I thought I did. Um, but basically, I had this text that was so long, it went on for about. Ooh, goodness grief. Well, let's put it this way it went on for a while. And. Um, I think she put something like, whoa text a bit long <laughs> text a bit long can you not shorten down your texts i was like well i want to try and say everything in one go and it was like well that was a chat not a text you know if you're going to do something like that put it in one text so i had to learn that if you're chatting to somebody you had to keep it down i think the rule back then was if you were chatting instantly the rule was keep it to about three or four lines long um you know not one massive long message it now that doesn't really matter but back then it did um and then you know i mean like people like mummy um i mean mummy's like me <laughs> we look at te- i'll 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 look at a text you know, my mummy, she's worse than me. My mummy's worse than me. 
She'll look at a text a month later. Uh, not a month later, but it'd be like a, two days later. Stephen, you sent me a text. Yeah, mummy, that was two days. Yeah, okay. Well, mummy's not that bad, but you, you know what I mean. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm old school with messaging. Um, you know, because back in the day, texts were not. You know, texts were like middle to important. You know, if you if if a text was gonna be important, you would put the words urgent at the top of the message. I remember those. I remember those messages coming through. Um, I remember because I was on a youth meeting, whatever, and um, I remember somebody texting me saying, "Urgent, star urgent." Uh, ring me and I wasn't my phone had not been near me for whatever reason I think I've been out canoeing or climbing um I didn't really want to take my phone out which was you know a wise move and um I got a couple of hours in the afternoon to chill and uh I got bombarded with messages and phone calls and I was like ah you know I'm on holiday um the first few phone calls were like from mummy. The rest were from, you know, people saying there's a meeting, blah blah blah. I'm like, I don't want to go to a meeting. But anyway, um, as it turned out, it was the following week. Uh, I was stuck in a meeting all day. Oh, and I just wish I wasn't. Um. But yeah, um, I think that was the meeting where I had to meet somebody. No, um, what happened on that meeting? Anyway, yeah, that was the meeting where we got picked up. Um, and I got dropped at this meeting and we were there all day and then I think we got dropped home yeah that was a very very long day I remember it well Because we were just like, we got to the point where where I just took the laptop, ran Word, and started typing everything and everything. <laughs> and Rachel, uh, uh, the person, oh, I said a name there, sorry. Um, the person that was leading it. Oh, hang on. <laughs> 